You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So we've got yet another hotel in Portland that is closing down. The reason I'm reporting in this one, because its occupancy rate dropped under 10%. That's basically nobody going to that hotel. Why is that? Because they're in downtown Portland, and downtown Portland, like downtown Seattle, is a no-go for tourists. It just is. Talked about this so many times. This is what's going on. All right, let's jump on into it. If you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I'm the owner of Summit Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Klein Appraisal, real estate guy that reads current events and news because it's 2020 and why not? Let's jump on in. Portland's Benson Hotel will close temporarily as occupancy plummets. Shocking, I know, right? One of Portland's most storied hotels is closing its doors for the winter. What do you want to bet? It's forever. It's for good. Do they have major financing backing by a chain? I don't know. I don't think so. Benson Hotel in downtown Portland announced Tuesday that it will shut down through the rest of December and all of January due to a severe drop in reservations caused by the coronavirus pandemic. No, that is not the case. It's because your downtown core is no longer viable as a tourist center. It's a no-go. No-go. No, people don't want to go there. People are not going there. You've got incredible amount of homelessness going on. You've got riots that happened this summer. You've got some dangerous situations with law enforcement. People just kind of doing whatever they want to do. Mayor of Portland doing nothing about it. People don't want to go to Portland. They're not going to stay in a hotel. I stayed in a hotel this past summer. I was there for a night covering the um, protests. So I, I did, a, I think, a Marriott Hotel a couple of blocks away from the protests. And it was fine. They weren't hammering in the hotel. They're hammering on the big federal buildings. You guys remember that? When um, unmarked cars were just rolling through downtown Portland, just scooping people up left and right and arresting them for no real reason. Yeah, that wasn't the case. Those were people that they had caught on video camera in this area that I was staying at, defacing public buildings, namely federal buildings. So you had the feds rolling around, basically protecting their buildings. That's kind of what they do. That's what they do. So I was there just kind of covering the protest in the hotel I was in very nice hotel. Not a lot of people stay in there. Very few people stay in there. And it was the middle of summer. And it was peak, you know, traveling season, peak tourist season. But now that it's the holidays, it's kind of cold, it's kind of grim in the Pacific Northwest. Rains, cloudy, you don't see the sun a lot. People aren't traveling to a location like downtown either Seattle or downtown Portland. They're just not doing that. So George Schweitzer, he's the managing director of the Benson, said occupancy levels have dropped below 10% in December. That's I, I have never heard of occupancy rates that low, um, even on a total dive hotel in downtown where you've basically got homeless people who come across a little bit of money. Yeah, I can get a room for a night, something like that. Um, 10% in December. That's incredible. After hovering around below 20% for much of the year. So it's gone from absolutely terrible to believe it or not, worse, worse for this hotel. And I love the spin here coming up. All right. So it makes more sense to close than to try and stay open under occupancy at that level, Schweitzer said. You're losing either way, but you're losing less money if you close than if you stay open. So as we get the vaccine released, 
People are no longer fearful of the coronavirus. What will these businesses, what will these areas, what will these cities have to say is the cause for them not having any business? It won't be coronavirus related. It's because these areas are no longer viable for tourism. Yep, that's right. No longer viable for tourism. Coronavirus has kind of just put that final finishing edges on, yep, your downtown core is done. People don't want to go there. They don't want to stumble over the homeless on the sidewalks. They don't want to see hypodermic needles. They don't want to see human waste on the streets. They don't want to see people passed out in doorways just in mass. They don't want to see tents on the sidewalks. They want to feel safe. They don't feel safe in that environment. They're not going to go to a hotel that's in that location. And I'm not just blowing smoke here. Less than 10% occupancy. So less than one out of 10 rooms is rent is occupied in this hotel that is that's shut down with still being open that is shut down you are you are bleeding money at that point the benson will be closed as of wednesday december the 16th today when i'm recording this and aims to reopen february 1st good luck with that unless some major changes happen in the next three months that's not probably going to happen the hotel will open for three nights around new year's eve on december 30th and 31 for the 31st good luck with that as well Hey, honey, you want to go run a hotel room? Yeah. How about downtown Portland? No. Let's go anywhere but there. Let's just go outside a little bit. I mean, why would we go to downtown Portland? It's horrible there. And I'm not trying to hate on Portland, but this is just how it is, and this is what's going on. And it's just your downtown core area. It's like Seattle. Same thing here. It's not the whole town. It's not the whole city. Just your downtown core areas, which have just been, they're just kind of the urban blight right now. And there's a number of different factors there. And that's what's causing this. Um, they're gonna, so they're going to open as well as January 1st. Reservations are still open for those nights. Again, let's go out. Let's go do something for New Year's Eve. You want to do it at the, whatever, the Benson Hotel? No, no, I don't. Most of the hotel staff, which had already fallen uh, from 165 to fewer than 30. Wow. Uh, that is that is a skeletal staff at best. You've got a big hotel. you just got a handful of people running around. So those 30 people, they will be laid off during the closure and rehired when the hotel reopens. I bet those employees are going, yep, I'm not coming back. This bad boy is done. Um, the hotel plans on hiring back the staff, the full staff, if business turns around in 2021. Again, good luck with that, good sirs. I don't believe that is happening for your hotel. The winter closure caps off a difficult year for the local hospitality industry, to say the least. After the pandemic cut off the flow of tourists, well, there's your one whammy. There's one number one right there. Downtown Portland was suddenly thrust into an international spotlight as racial justice protests flooded the city. Often eliciting, here's the spin I love, often eliciting a violent response from local and federal police. No, it was the protesters who were doing the violence and the damaging of businesses and the hammering on federal buildings. The police just responded to their actions. That is what this article should say. But we gotta, we don't want to take responsibility for anything. So we're just going to spin it of, ah, it's the local and federal police. It's their fault. They were violent. So you've got the pandemic. You've got the protests happening. And you've got kind of urban blight going on in downtown Portland. You walk around a lot of those areas. I walked around a bunch of blocks and I'm like, 
this is a ghost town. All these stores are boarded up. This is not a good place to be. And it's just kind of this weird, eerie feeling. And that was during the summer. We could walk around in a t-shirt. You know, it's sunny. It's nice. It's very pleasant weather. Um, but in the winter, hunker down. Big puffy on with a hood. Don't want to get wet. We don't wear. We don't use umbrellas here in the Pacific Northwest because um, it doesn't rain hard enough. You get a little wet. You dry out once you get in your car. It's what you do. So those three major factors are hammering Portland and hammering Seattle right now. If I see some stats on downtown Seattle, I will call them out. But a lot of what's happening in Portland because of its progressive leadership, just like downtown Seattle and Seattle in general, that is a what's going on. And a national survey conducted this fall by consumer research company Engine Insights, only 32% of respondents said they now consider Portland an appealing vacation destination. 32%, one out of three say, ah, it's an appealing destination. They have not read the news. They certainly haven't read, or they haven't watched or listened to the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, now have they? Um, Because Portland is a a no-go in my books. Um, That compares to 54% who said the city was appealing in a survey conducted at the beginning of 2020. Yeah, maybe. But once you go there once, if you go there consistently like Steve from California in the um, uh, basically puts together big conferences in downtown areas. He said to me multiple times, yeah, Portland and Seattle, you can't host conferences there. That's a no-go. And that's what individuals are saying. And I think once people see what's going on in these downtown cores, they're like, I'm not staying here. This isn't safe. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not just saying, ah, there's like one homeless person per block. It is like, um, it is urban blight. Pandemic had already closed several downtown Portland hotels by the time the protests began, some of which slowly began to reopen over the summer, because that's what they do. If they don't, they are done forever. The Benson, however, has stayed open through all of it. This winter closure will be the first time in its 107-year history that it's closed its doors, according to the hotel. That is that tells you everything you need to know right there. They've made it 107 years, and this is the year they are closing down. Temporarily, they say, but I don't know. Unless they have some financial backing to open back up, not really seeing that be a go. I don't know what will happen there, and I don't, I don't know any of the specifics on this hotel, but just look at the market dynamics. Look at what's going on. Look at the long-term trend. Unless you get a bunch of that stuff squared away in these urban cities, this is not a, um, there's not going to be a positive outcome to look forward to in 2021. No, it's the other way. Going the other way, people. It's been horrific financially beyond my wildest imaginations, Schweitzer said of the events of 2020. Our industry has not seen yet, uh, seen yet the full effect. Well, it's not, the industry is one thing, but the other couple of factors to an area like downtown Portland, those are the real things that are really putting the whammy because there are, there's other areas. Look at hotel. I've looked at some, some hotel rates in like downtown Dallas. Look at those. They're doing okay. Look at their leadership. Hmm. It's interesting. You don't hear about them, you know, closing down. You don't hear about that, do you? I don't know. What's going on there? It's hard to say. All right. Through the pandemic, the Benson had attempted to adapt to the changing needs of its guests. Changing needs of its guests, like clean up the sidewalk, make your area in general more hospitable, make it look less like 
a war zone, things like that. No. Hotel staff had been cleaning rooms with hospital-grade disinfectant, which you expect, using electrostatic sprayers after each stay. Nobody cares because they're not walking in the door. These are all things that happen after you're in, after you're sold on the fact that this is a good hotel to stay in. I think what's happening is people from out of town are looking on Expedia or hotel.com or whatever, and they don't really know what's happening in Portland. And they're like, let's just book a hotel here. It seems like it's been in business 107 years. It looks like it's historic. This will be epic. This will be an epic stay. We can walk to all this cool stuff that all these articles say happens in downtown Portland. They are the 10% of people, the 10% that has been occupying the hotel until it just dropped under 10%. Those are the only people that are staying in a hotel in Portland right now. People who do not know. I bet you there's some rough Yelp reviews on hotels in downtown Portland. Love to look that up. Don't have time, but that'd be an interesting one. How was your stay at the Benson? How well, Did you walk around a lot at night? See what the nightlife was like? Mm, you didn't? Mm. One of the hotel's signature events, an annual gingerbread masterpiece, that's what the Benson is known for. You got this big gingerbread masterpiece um, unveiled during the holiday season. That went virtual this year. Wah, wah, wah. None of these events that are normal. It's like, am I going to watch that virtual? It's like watching a music concert, like watching a rock concert. And we're bringing this to you live via whatever it is, streaming service. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same as being in the pit 15 feet away from the stage, just being crushed by a bunch of wild people. It's not the same. You know, try to hold up your beer, not spill it. Ah, oh, it's not the same. Can't get that same thing on your streaming service. Doesn't, doesn't equate. So the gingerbread event, that's probably a no-go as well. And you also can't monetize that. Now you watch this on TV. You watch this on your computer. Are you going to come in and stay in the hotel? No. No, you're not. And as hotel guests have had fewer places to visit around the city, the Benson has been promoting its own mini museum, all right, which shows off the history of the hotel with photos and artifacts built into a 12th floor marble staircase. That's once you get people through the door. You can only really show that off if people are interested in coming. If they're not, it doesn't matter what cool stuff you got. It doesn't matter if you have not a mini museum, but a massive museum, a Mongo museum. How about that? You could have one of those. Nobody's coming. But with COVID-19 cases on the rise in Oregon and Governor Kate Brown's freeze on public gatherings and restaurants expected to extend into winter, the hotel made the difficult decision to shutter its doors through the worst of it. This hotel is never closed, Schweitzer said. I'm not happy about it, but it's the right decision. Good luck with that, uh, Schweitzer. Um, I would have to say that your future is limited at best, as is the future of many hotels that are in downtown cores in cities with progressive leadership, because those are not areas where people are wanting to stay. No, they're going to the burbs. Go to your Go to your Hilton Garden in the Burbs. At least it's safe there, right? These historic hotels are very cool, and they they have lots of cool stuff. You got a mini museum. Who doesn't want to see that? I mean, that's kind of cool. That's something you don't see in your basic. You don't see that in the Hilton Garden. Hey, where's your mini museum? Ah, uh, we don't have one. We're owned by Hilton, massive hotel chain. We don't have any of that stuff. But you'll get free coffee and a donut in the morning when you check out. See ya. That's what you get. But you also get that. If they're in the suburbs, maybe in you know outer burbs, wherever, they're safer. 
don't have the protests there. You don't have the homeless situation there. You don't have the urban blight of the downtown core. That's what's happening. All right. And if you don't believe me, why don't you book a hotel in downtown Portland? Let me know how that goes. Give me some feedback. Let me know in the comment section right here on YouTube. All right. Thanks for all of you who have tuned in here on YouTube and downloaded on the podcast platform. Many thanks the support. I get emails. I get mail. I get all kinds of stuff every day. It's cool to see what you guys are up to. Thanks so much for sharing. I'm going to go do a live stream. That's what I'm doing in about 36 minutes. I'm going to sit right here and live stream. And um, yeah, thanks so much for being here and being part of this process and this whole thing, whatever it is, a real estate guy talking about the news. All right. Thanks for being here again. Catch up soon. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out. 